You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yo 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotel family, hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping the weather that will that you were involved in was accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it was not and it had to get done and must get done, then you made sure it got done. 
This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you, feel, if you cannot <laughs> listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, and all times are going to give our Eastern times. On Mondays, Black Therapy Central with Dr. Maria Kambon and her husband, Dr. Kamal Kambon, and her daughter, Nataki Kambon. And I believe that conversation reparations is still happening every third, first and third Mondays, conversation reparations with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey from 9 to 10. So from 8 to 9 and then from 9 to 10. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10. On Thursdays, from 7 to 8, the Mississippi on the Move. Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement. From 7 to 8 on Thursdays. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for an awakening, brothers and sisters. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Friday from 8 until. Saturday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the Sankofa Elders Council. And on Sunday at 7 p.m., once again, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215 490 Okay, here. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses, is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. Webuyblack.com. Check them out, brothers and sisters. Webuyblack.com. My good brother, Bomani Tahim, is coming up to take another group of our people on the 17th of November, from the 17th to the 28th of November. $4,000. That's all it takes. And you can go to Tanzania. 11 days, Tanzania. Some pronounce it Tanzania, but I understand they pronounce it Tanzania, so I pronounce it Tanzania. How about that? <laughs> Brothers and sisters, go to the website. Or go to Facebook if you want to see pictures. Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. Go to YouTube if you want to see video. YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007 for videos of previous tours. And of course, give Brother Bomani a call at 404-931-9429. 404-931-9429. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated. Habashah, this is, Habashah is an acronym for helping Africans by establishing schools at home and abroad in the Habashah programs. This past week was the... Um, the project launch of the Kashi Project in Ghana. And um, love to hear about how well it was attended and what was happening with it. You know, I go to their website and nothing yet on the website, but boy, I tell you, it looks beautiful. It really does. 
Habershaw has the Habershaw Works Program, Black to Our Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, Urban Green Jobs, and many other projects. But what's going on in, in Ghana with the Kashi Project, that's the that's the beauty of it right there. So hopefully you can, we'll hear something, give an update on what's happening. The um, Habershaw Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. The Ledge Group. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Brother Peter Brown, the Ledge Group. Man, I tell you, beautiful work that they do. They deal in the four areas of human existence. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six countries, over 170 employees, and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, the Ledge Group. Go to ledgegroup.com and check it out for yourself. Abibiatumi, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. Abibiatumi dot com and the Committed New University and Community Centers. I had the website. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And of course, they uh, are doing great things. It's out of Africa. It's dedicated to the complete and total liberation of African people. And that's the bottom line. That's Kemetic U University, the Kemetic Society. Abibiatumi, A B I B I T U M I dot com. Smy Pharmacy. Go to Smy Pharmacy, brothers and sisters. S M A I F A R M A C Y. Smy Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, you can give Brother Jabril a call at 731. 731- 327-6229. That's 731-327-6229. If you want to give them an email, drop an email at smyfarmacy, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. Smyfarmacy at gmail.com. The Moses West Foundation dot org the moses west foundation dot org they are in jackson mississippi the moses west foundation this is what's happening give give you a little update on what's happening i had before i um left from milwaukee for about a week half um i talked with a couple of brothers who are working with moses west on the ground in jackson mississippi on what's happening and uh man pictures and 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 videos outstanding the jackson water crises in jackson mississippi has a current estimate estimate population of a uh, hundred and eighty thousand people who have lost complete access to running water and clean usable water the current situation facing the region is a critical emergency and i agree wholeheartedly jackson is currently relying heavily on um, scrap supplies of bottled water scarce supplies of bottled water. The Moses West Foundation's purpose is to provide support, assistance, and clean, free, free, clean drinking water in this crisis situation. The people in Jackson are suffering and will and will be there. That's right. Okay. Moses West, a former U.S. Army Ranger, has a vision of water being a human right, Ashe. 
water is an essential. It is a human right, a necessity that can and must be provided to those in need. He founded the Moses West Foundation to make that vision a reality. That's why uh, there was a discussion about don- donating. You know, he doesn't want I mean about uh, investing. He doesn't want investors. He wants donators. He wants those who understand that give a little something. Give up yourself. He doesn't want investors. He wants to be able to provide clean drinking water to those in need. It is essential. It is a human right. He founded the Moses West Foundation to make that vision a reality. In tandem with the Moses West Foundation and the W. WG, the age of come on, Oshi. I know it's been you've been gone a while. The AWG contracting, utilizing the most technologically advanced atmospheric water generators manufactured right here in the U.S. to provide clean and fresh water to those in need. Support our mission to save Jackson, Mississippi. We are truly grateful for your donations. Donations uh, made here go to saving lives and completing our mission and objectives in Jackson, Mississippi. Donations are used for supplying and deploying generators and the life-giving water that it provides. And uh, so so far, they've received over $51,000 in donations as of August the 30th, almost September 1st. And of course, we're almost at the end of October. And so it still needs to come in. It's only 17% of, of, uh, of the t- uh, target donations, which is 300000 So brothers and sisters, go to the Moses West Foundation.org forward slash Jackson dash water dash rescue. And you can donate there on the website. Okay. All right, Alan. On Wednesday, I'll read the objective of the uh, of the um, target providing location, providing water, and so forth. It's just a beautiful endeavor. It really is. Yep, a beautiful endeavor. <sighs> Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located in the West End here in Atlanta. I'm Ralph David Abernathy, located right across the street from the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And with daughters have healthy, delicious smoothies and fruit drinks and and health care products at uh, at Wadada's. So check them out. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia, and uh, give her a call at 404-346-3263. She has the finest selections of books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, you name it. And uh, she's regularly having presentations and book signings and so forth. So check Mama Nia out at the Greenbrier Mall. The other bookstore we promote as well is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia. Give my good brother Gazim Dejamu at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar at 770 305 6373 770 
305-6373. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia because there is light in the Black Dot. The new Black Wall Street Market, which is located just the next exit east of where the um, Black Dot is located on off of I-20, off I-20, exit 75, Turner Hill Road, and you exit, make a right, and go down three lights and make another right. If you pass the Bojangles, you've gone too far. So make a right right there at that light. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. Cafe, no, excuse me, Us Lifting Us. Us lifting us the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujama. Their Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night from nine to ten on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U L U. The Thursday night broadcast. And of course you can listen by dialing nine two nine four seven seven two seven eight nine. That's nine two nine four seven seven two seven eight nine. Where you can give your question, comments, or concerns. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, not open on Mondays, but from Tuesday through Sunday, eleven a.m. to eight p.m. They have a, they got everything. They got furniture. They got clothing. They even have a vegan restaurant inside the store. But of course, they got incense oils, CDs, DVDs, jewelry. Pan-African fashions, you name it. Give my good brother, uh, brother Abija a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, give my good sister Shelly Iman set a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabrielle really is doing all that she can to help educate our young people in the far reaches in the northern eastern portion of the island of Haiti. Go to her website at Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Occupant Institute. Baba Baruti and Mama Yah have been doing an outstanding job of educating uh, young warriors. They deserve to be supported. Like every announcement I give on this program, I feel if you have just a measure of, of, of ability to support any and all of these things that I I can I can't support all of them either, but I I support mostly all of them <laughs> at one time or not, you know, and because it's the right thing to do, I feel it's the right thing to do, and if we don't do it, they won't get support, and that's just a fact. You can use PayPal, Yahbaruti at yahoo.com for PayPal. You can use Cash App, the dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-M, excuse me, the dollar sign, 
Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, and then Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I. And the amount that you want to donate or do it monthly, whatever it is on your heart. Also, too, uh, Baba Baruti, of course, is a prolific writer. Go to akabinhouse.com. Akabinhouse.com for the many books that Baba Baruti uh, writes. Kabuka, Kibuka. Kibuka is going November 19th, next month, November 19th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's a Saturday. Remembering the Middle Passage through the eyes of our ancestors. The 17th annual Kibuka. That's going to be November 19th. At the sweet spot here in Atlanta, located 675 Metropolitan Parkway. If you want more information, contact Baba Rudy or Mama Yah at 404-753-7237. That's 404-753-7237. Kibuka. All right. Okay, brothers and sisters, let's get off into some Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah, we're going to uh, read a number of these and do some commenting or whatever. Yeah. Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Uh, Since I've been gone since the 13th, I'm going to just randomly pull a few of these uh, up to the uh, day of the 24th and um, read the the quote and then Baba Baruti's comment. Okay. October 15th. Credit is the first step into debt and back into enslavement. Earl Little. Malcolm's father. Brother Earl Little. Credit cards have given many of us the illusion of of affluence. It is a serious statement about the state of the economy when individuals stigmatized as bad credit risk are courted by financial institutions to borrow money for cars and homes. That the bulletin boards on our college campuses are plastered with credit card applications is even more telling. Students are the worst credit risk. They have no job no money, and no guarantee of a job. Yet, they graduate strapped with thousands of dollars of credit indebtedness. The credit card business is more than twice as profitable than any other banking venture. Because if you borrow 2500 and pay only the minimum monthly amount due, it would not only take 20 years to pay off, but you would also have paid over $6,000 in interest. I'm going to break here just to say, if you remember this, and it's, of course, it is allowed, you know, even though there has been some legislation trying to be pushed because of the payday loan and uh, rent to own and all these kinds of institutions that people who are more poor, they're targeted. I mean, it's, it's a crime the way the society is. It really is. And that's what we're talking about today. Buying a house over a 30-year period is equally bad. You pay for it once, twice, again, and over again. It only makes sense that agencies profiting from salvaging overextended consumers have almost become bigger businesses than those 
enticing us. Yet, awareness of this has neither kept us from being the most capricious of all consumers. How quickly we forget that a significant number of the indentured servants who were shipped here from traditional European societies came here from debtors' prisons. The game has not changed. Millions of people have filed for bankruptcy. And a big business is working hard to dismantle the bankruptcy laws. Make no mistake, debtor prisons are waiting in the wings. Affirm, I am debt free. Affirm, I am debt free. And I wish many people could say that, don't they? That's the whole idea of this society. It's the whole idea of it. We are Africans. Not because we are born in Africa, but because Africa is born in us. Ashe. Chester Higgins. We can only be we can only be born African. It is not a acquired spirit. Those of us who are blessed to be African are born of the African spirit. This is a claim neither one can make. Eurocentric derationalize despiritualize Africans promote the argument of the African origin of humanity to garner the favor of Europeans by attempting to make them feel guilty over mistreating their brothers. Europeans are using the same political science to say that they are as much African as Africans and therefore all that is African belongs to them as much as it is any African. Hmm. But even if initially of the same physical mother, 900 generations in the caves of the Caucasus Mountains created a vastly different, progressively evolving spirit, which is completely opposite and irreconcilably different essence than that of the African mother from whom they are said to come. Urugu spiritlessness is quite unlike African spirit wherever found. Any confusion over this is only the desperate manufacture of those who work to suppress who or conceal what they are. For this reason, I would take nothing from the brilliance of Higgins' statement taken correctly. But confusion among Africans and others alike can lead to the severe misinterpretation that everyone is or everyone can be African. No. And for this reason, I would alter it to say that we are Africans, not because we are born in Africa, but because we are born African. I say, affirm, I am innately African. Affirm, I am, am innately African. Do not fall asleep in your enemy's dream. John Edgar Whiteman. Physical sickness, physically sick people tend to sleep a lot. Their bodies need all their energy diverted to the healing process. Sickness caused by psychological and spiritual infections or imbalances can also lead to the need for abnormal amounts of sleep. And it is a sleep which occurs whether in slumber or wide awake. People whose pain comes from others' hatred 
of them also work toward the same form of healing, balance, or peace. And when the cause of their disturbance is restlessness and seemingly endless, the equilibrium sought often comes in the form of a compromised embrace of disease. They give me, they give in to what is attacking them, becoming more of it than themselves, becoming willing victims in order to have some semblance of peace by accepting illness as normal. This is how spirit is broken. Spirit is mended when we rest so we can better work toward healing, refusing to accept illness in any form as normal. Affirm. When ill, I rest in order to fight sickness, not submit to it. Affirm. When ill, I rest in order to fight sickness, not to submit to it. In revolution, one wins or dies. In revolution, one wins or dies. The revolutionary, Sheikh Guevara. Sheikh Guevara. Shay. Warriors have no choice. Options are relinquished when we take to the battlefield. There is no negotiations, no need for conversations, dialogue, or meetings. We know from the history of who we are dealing with that any and all things, there's a death trap. Peace talks are nothing more than a tactic to lure their enemies into closer range. These people have never spoken with anyone except for purpose of deception. They have mastered the lie. Hannibal knew this. Nzinga knew this. Dessalines knew this. Warriors must know this or fail. In the same way, we understand that war is between two or more people. Individual personalities and preferences are irrelevant. Warriors have neither the time nor the inclination to slip over to, an, to the other side and interview each other's soldiers on their front line to see who may be amicable to peaceful discussion to determine who should and should not be targeted. That is the self-serving individualistic confusion propagated by Europeans so that Africans will be unable to see the forest for the trees or rather a people for its individuals. In war, the group, not the individuals, is the enemy. All the enemy is the enemy. Warriors must dis distance themselves from this confusion or become a needless fatality. Affirm, I do not negotiate with the enemy. Affirm, I do not negotiate with the enemy. The Egyptian, let me put it correctly, the Kemetic education system so it says the Egyptian mystery system. See, even though Egypt is a Greek word, but Egyptology has a study became very prominent during our captivity. And Europeans dominated that field. And whether the Greeks call it the mystery schools or the mystery system, because it was a mystery today ass or modern day Egyptologists see there's an Egyptologist 
Europeans that are searching to try to figure out ways they can maintain the lies. And then there are chemitologists who are in constant search for the truth. But the Egyptologists, the Egypt. So the mystery schools, like the modern university, was a center of organized culture and the candidates entered it at the leading source of ancient culture, George G.M. James, the brother who wrote Stolen Legacy. George G.M. James, and I believe it, they killed him. In the comedic system, there was a basic set of rules that neophytes had to learn and internalize if they were going to become living manifestations of the God force within. Nothing short of the mastery of these rules would elevate their minds to a level where they could begin to comprehend the multidisciplinary material requiring for great thinking. This cultivation of the mind, body, and soul requires decades of quietly sitting at the feet of those who had already mastered the subject matter and wise in the way of African people, studying the materials and the universe from which they were systematically gleaned, thinking about what had been learned and what had to yet be redefined and corrected and meditating to still the body and quiet the mind so that the divine thought could freely flow and appease the spirit within which facilitated intuition. In the end, a master stood in all ways irreceptible, excuse me, irreparable, irreparable from its people. He religiously practiced the art of good speech and always he exhibited good character in all facets of life. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. He stilled the body and quieted the mind so that the vine thought could freely flow and appease the spirit within which facilitated intuition. In the end, a master stood in all ways irreparable, inseparable from his people. He religiously practiced the art of good speech and always he exhibited good character in all facets of life. Affirm, I am a neophyte of the wisdom of the ways of African people. Affirm, I am a neophyte of the wisdom and the ways of African people. Ashe. Two-thirds of American Negroes would be no help to anyone anywhere. Damn. Two-thirds of our people, two-thirds of the, of the American black man, two-thirds of black people in this country, two-thirds would be no help to anyone anywhere. Bishop Henry McNeil Turner. Bishop Bishop Emory McNeil Turner said, which is one of my favorite quotes. God is black. God's got to be black. For if God is a white man, there is no hope. I say. Obviously, as a people, we are not prepared to engage Urugu in battle. Our decisiveness with each other 
the openness to, toward other people who are against us are two of the most critical factors exposing our unpreparedness, our divisiveness, our openness toward other people. Lack of trust and rampant our historical ignorance feed this inability to see the world that opposes us has unquestionable has unquestionably against us. We seem unable to visualize ourselves as a people already armed with the might to crush our destroyers and give us the fair chance to develop ourselves into a conscious, self-defining nation. We must address why this is so. We must be brave enough to ask ourselves why we will allow confusion to reign and destructions to flourish. Because of the two common disconnect between African mind and spirit, it is not surprisingly that so many of our potential warriors cannot even see that a battle exists. Therefore, it would be more, therefore it would be more impossible for them to find their rightful place on the battlefield. Although the mind enables an awareness of the assault, it is the spirit that provides the will to correct the wrong. Therefore, it would be impossible for them to find their rightful place on the battlefield. Although the mind enables the awareness of the assault, it is the spirit that provides the will to correct, to correct the wrong. Without knowing and will, muscle mass atherapies or becomes distorted while its strength and stamina when used becomes misdirected toward glamour and other voluntary forms of submission and self-pacification. Affirm, I recognize that we are at war. Brothers and sisters, we are at war. I know Jay says something about me, and I know Brother um, Research West country says we are we are at war for the minds of our people. We have been warred upon, but because of our our lack of understanding, or overstanding, whatever it is that the mind needs to do to comprehend this existence. And, and and look at our situation historically, our historical situation. And because we don't, and we don't, just like that great visionary, Stevie Wonder. Stevie, Stevie Wonder said, when you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer. We are a suffering people. This, and that's a and that's a reality. And that's a reality. We are a suffering people. Affirm. I recognize that we are at war. Firm. I recognize that we are at war for the minds of our people. Today, October twenty fourth. He has not been born who shall say he was. He has conquered me. (laughs) The unconquerable. Our soul and our spirit is unconquerable. 
So he has not been born. Who shall say he has conquered me? This is his Zulu personal declaration. I am not ashamed of being descended of enslaved Africans. In fact, I'm very proud of that fact. I am in no way inclined to dismiss the pain and agony of the one in every, excuse me, of one in every two Africans who were murdered during the Ma'afa. Neither will I dismiss the importance of the resilience passed down from the millions of ancestors who died captives of a victorious and malicious, I mean, excuse me, of a vicious, captives of a vicious and malicious enslavement nor the determination and struggle of nearly five million strong who ended our captivity. I promise to never heed those who say I'm too black when it comes to learning our history first. At the same time, I am not lost in the time of our captivity for consciousness requires one to act. I am stuck, however, in analyzing where we are relative to where we were when we lived in human societies as original civilized people. By choice, I remain stuck in seeing how we can measure up to the spirituality of those whom we consciously brag about as being the original people, our ancestors, the same people we now call Africans and without whom humanity would not share blood, breath, and existence. I will forever remain stuck in the demanding that our people attain the same level of physical, mental consciousness and spirituality that they simply consider the essence of humanity. Moreover, at this time, my foremost thinking is not concerned with other people, except to the extent that we focus on providing the best possible example for them to emulate. Affirm, I am not ashamed. Affirmed, I am not ashamed. The Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. Ashe, Ashe. We're going to talk today about uh, the oligarchy. The oligarchy. You know, some of us don't know what the oligarchy is or who oligarchs are. You know? An oligarchy. Uh, oligarchy comes from, of course, an lot of word origins are in Euro- are European, Greek, Roman, German, France, you know. And this one is from Greek. Ruled by a few. Ruled by a few, a few. A rule or to be commanded. is a form of power structure in which power rests with a small number of people. These people may or may not be distinguished by one or other several characteristics such as nobility, fame, wealth, education, corporation, corporates, religious, political, military control. Throughout history, oligarchies have often been tyrannical, relying on public obedience or oppression to exist. Aristotle, Alexander the so-called greats philosopher, 
pioneered the use of the term as meaning ruled by the rich, for which another term commonly used today is plutocracy, the plutocracy. In the earlier 20th century, Robert Michaels developed the theory that democracies, like all large corporate organizations, tend to turn into oligarchies. In his iron law of oligarchy, he suggests that the necessary division of labor in large organizations tends to establish of a ruling class mostly concerned by protecting their own power. The oligarchy. Oligarchy controlled and moving into fascism. That's what um, that's what uh, Donald Trump wanted to happen. He's look at what's happening around the globe. Bolsonaro still in Brazil. They almost take over France. They take over Italy. Hungary. The Philippines. Oligarchs. Ruled fascism. What is fascism? Fascism. Powerful and continuing nationalism. Disdain for human rights. Identification of enemies. Scapegoats as a unifying cause. Supremacy of the military. Rampant sexism. Control mass media. Obsession with national security. Religion and the government are intertwined. Corporate are intertwined. Corporate power is protected. Labor power is suppressed. Disdain for intellectualism and the arts. Disdain for intellectuals and the arts. Obsession with crime and punishment. Rampant cronyism and corruption and fraudulent elections. Hmm. That's what you see. That's what you're going to see. That's what's going to happen here. Very shortly. I have no faith at all in this system. This system I hope you will not be surprised how the elections turn out. I hope you understand. And it's not about Democrat or Republican. Oh, but to some degree it is. One may argue about it right or wrong, but both parties are wrong. One may be a little more more wrong than Republicans than the Democrats. But that's not going to put the Democrats in. The lobby is hard. The conservatism is hard. I wouldn't be surprised if that chick wins in Arizona. I wouldn't be surprised if Mehmet Oz wins in Pennsylvania. Definitely wouldn't be surprised if I I would not be surprised. I, all of them, all of these people who even said that the election, I mean, you're supposed to have free speech. I understand that. 
But to me, once you make that claim that the election was stolen, when you know it damn well it wasn't, and the votes that happened, you know damn well it wasn't, then you should be disqualified, at least in the minds of the people. Maybe no, you can't disqualify them based upon whatever rules that are set up for the election, but they should be disqualified for those who participated and helped set up the January 6th insurrection. They should be, number one, right away, acknowledge that they they were involved and stripped of any office that they held. I don't give a damn if it's a local election, uh, voting in for the uh, librarian or the mayor or the governor or the senator, whatever. But no, that's not going to happen, is it? No, it's not. And those individuals, all of those folks who participated, Marjorie Taylor Greene with her lying ass. She's going to beat the brother. She's going to beat him. Herschel Walker, I believe, may win. Herschel Walker may win. I see this commercial with this uh, supposedly Raphael Warnock. I don't know. Raphael Warnock's uh, ex-wife crying about how bad he is. So kind of off, kind of do an offset of the truth of what Herschel Walker had done in terms of pulling a gun, uh, intimidating, so forth, and others. You know, I, I think the the thing for me about elections in this country is the fact that you can lie. They allow you to lie, and so for any ignorant, and and he always like to keep the electorate ignorant they believe the lies they believe the lies to me and I was running the election the total election that everything is fact checked so you can't lie you're going to put out something it goes through a fact check an independent fact check no that's not right that's not true no you can't do that no that's not right no In fact, what you should be putting out there is not against your opponent, but who you are, what you plan to do, what hasn't been done. You don't even have to name the person. You know, what you want done. That's what you should do. But you can lie. You can lie. I hate this damn system. I swear I do. You can lie. Boldly, bold-faced lies. So I wouldn't be surprised in governor races that maybe a Democrat might have won. Now they're going to lose to a Republican. I wouldn't be surprised because fascism is the order of the day. The, The rule of the oligarchs. The rule of the oligarchs. Well, I'm up against... The top of the hour. So I'm going to take a break. And when I come back from the break, we're going to engage in some discussion about this evil ass system. The den of lies. All right, brothers and sisters. 
We'll be right back. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. On Mondays, this program, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, this program, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Black Therapy Central from 8 p.m. to 9. Black Therapy Central with Dr. Mawia Kamban and Dr. Kamal Kamban and Nataki, their daughter Nataki Kamban. Conversation reparations every first and third Mondays from 9 to 10 with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey. Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10 on Tuesdays. On Thursdays, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Thursdays, Mississippi on the move, the Black Liberation Movement. On Fridays, at Friday at 8 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays, from 7 to 9 on Saturdays, the Sankofa Elders Council. And on Sundays, once again, at 7 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And, of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Talking about oligarchy. Yeah, because that's what this is. That's what it's going to become. That's what it's moving towards. And it's been moving in that direction for quite a, a number of decades. Number of decades. It's, it's tried to happen before in this country, but it was kind of like pushed back a little bit because more of the people in this country, even though um, this country has never dealt with us fairly. But they wanted to be dealt with fairly. They want to be treated the people. You know, so. But this recent kind of kind of started with uh, Ronald Reagan. I often, if you listen to this program, you often heard me say that the worst president was Ronald Reagan. Now, for Caucasians, he was one of the best presidents. He was one of the best. They 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 hail him, especially those in that conservative movement. They hail Ronald Reagan. You know, Ronald Reagan, along with at the same time, Margaret Thatcher. She was prime minister of England. He was president of the United States. And they did a job on both of those countries in terms of killing unions, of allowing allowing big money people to make insane profits, distancing themselves from the workers, pretty much stagnating the workers. In fact, Reagan killed about 50% of union work because it was unions even though some of the unions would not allow us in. But there were others that did because that was the work. If you got a chance to be employed by that company, sometimes even you had to be a part of the union. You had to be. Like for me with the fire department, it was a closed shop. You had to belong. You had to belong in Milwaukee. Not not, not that way in a lot of other uh, uh, municipalities around the country, particularly in the South. You know, they had right to worst states. 
but you had to you had to belong to the union so you had to pay union dues you may not I went to the meetings you may not cared about you know if they uh, use your dues right or whatever but uh, you had to if you want to join this conversation brothers and sisters there's a number of you in the queue so hit star twice hit star twice or dial 215 2-1-5-4-9-0-9-8-3-2 good afternoon brother Marcus good afternoon good afternoon how you, how you been man I'm alright good brother I'm good. okay Good. So we talk about oligarch, um, yes. oligarch, mm-hmm. and what that brings to mind is that um, Kanye West. Okay, now you know Kanye West. He says some crazy things sometimes. Yes, he has. You know, yes, but he does. sometimes he says things that make sense. Okay. Like what he said about these Jews the other day that got them all rattled up, you know. Uh-huh. But he ain't saying nothing that's he ain't lying now. What right. He, what, what he's saying now, you know? right? You know, because if you go and investigate and find out who are these record producers, who are the CEO, yes. CEOs of these record yes. record companies, who are the CEOs of these football teams. Mm-hmm. These are uh, basketball teams, and you know Hollywood. Right. You know that they are predominantly Jewish people. Right. That is a fact. That ain't anti-Semitism. That is a fact. Yeah. And they have been pimping black people. Really, that's what's going on. They pimp our culture. They pimp our athletic abilities. You know, I'm making billions of dollars yes. and, you know for black black folks you know what yep. I'm saying and yep. um, what we have to remember you know is Judaism is is Judaism a race or is Judaism a religion brother right I what know. Is, is, yeah so I mean people call Judaism is a race hell no, no Judaism no. ain't no race it's not a race it's a religion yes it's a religion it's a train of thought but it's exactly. the, it, it is the European Jews, it is the Ashkenazi who have dominated and controlled Judaism. They are not the original Hebrews. They are not, no way, Semitic. They are not Semitic people. So how exactly. can you, when you say something, they talk about that's anti-Semitism. Well, they ain't Semitic. And you ain't real Jews. Exactly. <laughs> yes. so when you, they don't like when you talk about them, yeah. you know, they don't like, oh, you know, the first thing that come out, I say, oh, you are anti-Semitic. Yeah. I have never seen a Jewish missionary anyway, no way. You no. know, so while they are encouraging black people, you know, black people, you need to integrate, you know, you need to integrate. Are they integrating? Do we see the Jewish people integrating? No, no. no. They are separating themselves. No. Okay, and pushing us in the fire, pushing the, us to the front. You know, the European and Jews, course, the European Jews, and how they've manipulated the world through the co-opting of Christian religion, particularly because all of the evangelicals, the evangelicals yeah. support all that bullshit because of the Bible. The Bible says exactly. to them, "You be good to the Jews." Okay, yep. be good to these yep. he, 
to these Jews. I ain't saying Hebrews because they're not. They were not Hebrews, although that's what they were back then, supposedly. Supposedly, because a lot of the stuff that we think about or, or, or read about is not historical. It is not historical. The Bible in itself is not a history book. It is not. It's an It's filled with anecdotes and mythology. It's not real. No. Serpents can't talk. Donkeys can't talk. Dead men can't walk. I said to somebody the other day, I said, he said, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. So where is Lazarus now? Lazarus should be alive walking on the planet. If, yeah. if, 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 if Jesus raised him from the dead, yeah. that means Lazarus should be here somewhere. Where is Lazarus? <laughs> they can't answer the question. So it's it's all BS. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ignorance and superstition. <clears throat> you know, but, yeah. you know, I, as I said, I am, you know, I don't support Kanye all the way. But no, what not at all. he's stated here, yeah. I agree with him. Yeah. I agree with him, you know what I'm saying? And you see, LeBron James, he ran, you know, he took off and run, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but at some point, you're going to have to stand up and fight. So Please. you can run and run and run, but you can't. Your Bob Marley ever sang, say, yeah. you're running and you're running and you're running away. But you can't run away from yourself. Right. And you know, everybody needs to go Google what Benjamin Franklin said about these people. Just Google it. Yeah. Go to the Library of Congress and pull what Benjamin Franklin, the founding father, <laughs> wrote about these people. Uh, anyway, brother, oh, right. Thank you, brother Marcus. It's always good to hear from you, my brother. You have a blessed day, All man. Right. Peace. Nine one three, nine one three. Is that me? Yes, that's you. Good afternoon. Oh, that's good afternoon. I, I'm really enjoying this forecast and, and hearing from other brothers that have our liberation in the core of them. I mean, I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying that. But no, not at all. I'll of course you, not. Man, not at all, brother. You know, I, I think you know. Um, oftentimes that the only real path to our salvation to use a term is we have to develop ourselves as a separate nation. Yes. We, we, we can't, you know, when, when Roger Taney wrote in that Supreme court opinion that the sons and daughters of Africa have no right that a white man That's right. is bound to respect. If we really understood that the situation that we're in is not by accident, it's by absolute design. Mm-hmm. It, it is designed to keep black people or people that are not identified as white people. And, and uh, you know, a lot of Latinos, and I mean, they're considered black people constitutionally. Sure. Because sure. they're not white. Well, you know, you know many, of, mean, many of the Latinos, could, because they, they identify with that Spanish half of themselves as opposed to whatever indigenous they are or whatever African they are. And so they consider themselves white. But those who are white, the British, the Germans, and so forth, they don't consider them white, you know. That's right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. right. that, that's exactly right. And and so it's it's a mind game, and we have decided. And when I say we, I mean collectively. It's like we have decided to play this game, and I'm saying that we should just turn the table over, get up, and leave. Right on. <laughs> yep. Because you know it's it's because it's rigged, and there's no way in hell yeah, that we're is. going to win. We're not. We're not ever going to win. And and even if our desire is not necessarily to win, but to be least treated humanly that's not going to happen that's, that's not right. going to happen that's absolutely right and and history tells us that i'm i mean yes. I, I, i've read a lot of history but i think about the future now more than i do the past we can't change the past but we can command the present and we can aim towards the future and that's i just right. see so many people seem to want to try to make white people treat us right they will. The reason they are calling themselves white people is because they will not treat you white. Mm-hmm. We are the people that will not treat you white, right? And that's why we call ourselves white. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's pretty what it is. Yeah. So, so the sooner we teach our children and the young folks the history, the, the reality, d- despite what they would like to believe, they think that we are all the same. We're not all the same. We've never been all the same. When when Black Wall Street was prominent and producing uh, a, a glory among the participants, those people had a pride that was almost unequal. And the fact that white folks saw that they not only were uh, uh, progressive, but they were actually defeating white uh, how can I say it? White input. In other words, they didn't need white folks for nothing. Nothing. That's right. They were and self-contained. That's why they were able to progress. Right. It was self-contained. And as as white folks saw the reality that these black folks don't need us, they wanted to destroy them, and they were set out to do that. And they were conservatives, liberals, yeah. Democrats, Republicans, whatever. They, they, they were white on their driving license. It said white. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so. I'm convinced that just like in a chess game, you know, when you play chess, there's got to be an exchange of pieces for you to stay at least uh, 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 in the game, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase. And and so many of our people, I listen to people sometimes, and they, you know, they talk to the Republicans and the Democrats and all that shit. I mean, and all that stuff. It, it, it it's useless for us, right? You know, my, my my father, your father, they went out and worked and provided for us. That's that's what happened. And that's why we're here to bear witness to it. Now, as long as people seek to be integrated by whatever terminology they use, politics, you know, what happens is war is what delivers the people. And sometimes war is not always, well, I'll just say some, it's not solely physical. But it is most certainly mental and very confrontational. No, no doubt, I I truly do, because we are, you know. And and so we go ahead, go ahead. No, because I was saying that we are at war. We have been warred upon for the minds of our people. So it may not, as Frederick Douglass say, it may not be physical. It may not be moral, but it is all of that. It is, and it's for us, for us to separate ourselves, to take that step back, to look at us and begin to pull our resources, do for ourselves. We can't do yes, it sir. here. 
It has already been established that on this soil here of what is called the United States of America, Europeans run this. Even even Caucasians can't say I'm sovereign here on this land. They can't even do it because of the eminent domain of the government that has been incorporated here in this country. So for us to even think about like those brothers and sisters who are in the Republic of New Africa who wanted five states, uh, Mississippi, uh, um, um, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, you know, that wasn't going to work. That wasn't going to happen, you know? So, yeah, well, you know, it is, you know, it is something that could happen. I mean, if you put the right amount of pressure on anybody, mm-hmm. you can get a result. It may not be an immediate result of your 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 object, your complete object, mm-hmm. but it's steps. Just like when we learned to walk, brother. You know, when my parents and your parents held us by our hand and made us make steps, and we realized, and they let us go, and we fell. Yeah. You know, but each each fall was a lesson, and we learned what not to do. Mm-hmm. And so we, we remove ourselves from the from the things that are natural and try to pursue what's unnatural, like politics. That's not real. And you look at the animal kingdom. Ain't no damn politics in animal kingdom. No, it is right. It's the strong survive. The ones right. that are, are fastest are the ones who live till tomorrow. The ones that are strongest are the ones who grow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we have gotten out of that. We have completely been inundated with this idea of politics. Though it, it, you know, it can be used as a step, but it is not a result. It is certainly not the, the end game. It's a step towards. Like I, listen, I got Doctor Fox's book, Doctor James Fox, mm-hmm. and I love that book because to me it is like a continuation of what Malcolm and and Marcus Garvey and Frederick Douglass all laid out in in in, in real terms. I mean, that's another thing we don't read. We we read to say yeah I'm a historian I could I used to teach history and it's it's not a big deal but what is is important to me is the lessons that are learned from the lives of people who lived that right you know what I'm saying and they saw the results it's just like what I'm talking about sometimes you just gotta fight <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean yes you and, do and fighting is not always all is not necessarily a physical fight but it has got to be a mental fight got to be yeah. for you to even be in the fight i've been in fights before i may have won some i may have lost probably more than i won but i fought that's right exactly you gotta fight this, isn't it? yeah because if you fight, act you know because if you acquiesce or you just go along pretty soon you will not exist so you have and that's to fight where, that's, that is exactly the point that's where our people are headed man they got, you know, the sisters, the mm-hmm. brothers, they all turn the brothers that turn feminine and got mm-hmm. these tight jeans on and the sisters don't like their natural hair and they look in the mirror and they want to disguise themselves before they go outside and you see somebody and they look attractive and Lord have mercy, you know, if what if you look at the driver's license it's just a totally different picture. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. We we I don't I don't have a solution. But yeah. I do know that there are steps towards the solution that we as a people have got to make. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people have to get hurt in that process. You know, like like I said, my dad used to smack my behind, man, but he taught me some integrity. Yeah. You know, he right wasn't on. trying to injure me. Right on. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I know you all did too. Well, I mean, they punish, teach you integrity. Yeah. Don't, 
Don't steal. Don't talk yeah. back to your mom, you know? Well, punishment should be the lesson and a lesson learned that you don't go there again. In fact, That's I hate right. the fact that this society uses the word discipline when they mean punishment because discipline is self-imposed order. And what we truly lack is discipline. We're, a lot of us are That's out right. of control. And so if we had discipline, then you would listen to someone like yourself and understand what they're saying and begin to act upon that. But because we don't have discipline, that's why we are constantly being punished and they build in prisons and they're going and of course they they're going to find ways to get rid of us in fact in in, in what i read every uh program called the inye sesem uh baba baruti today it, mm-hmm. it it talked about one of one of them talked about two thirds of us ain't going to be no good nowhere <laughs> you know because we've been so corrupted by this system that we're in. We've been so demoralized. We ain't going to be no good nowhere. But that other one third, if that one third becomes stronger and stronger in their mind and their heart and in their spirit, then yes, see, it, it can't be, it, you're not always going to get the total number of masses to do any damn thing. But if we get that solid core, we get that group of brothers yes. and sisters that are willing to do it, they could be that example. So, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, brother. I just want to thank you for letting me voice my, my always. In there. Uh, you you can always you can always do that here, brother. And you know it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All thank right, you, brother. Peace to you. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Likewise. All right. Four oh four. Four oh four. Good afternoon. Four oh four. Four oh four. You hear me, Ocean? Yeah, you go ahead. Me? Go you ahead. Me, I got you. I got you. I got you. Go ahead. Yeah. That, okay, that wasn't me making the noise. Welcome, Black, man. Welcome, Black, in the <laughs> ring, man. All right, Welcome there, brother. Welcome, Black, in the ring. All right. How you doing, yes, man? Yes, sir. Hey, I'm just laughing at all this shit going on, man. You There's know, a lot of it. Because when the game, speaking of chess, when the game is over, the pawn and the king will be put in a box. Yeah. Okay? The king and the pawn will be put, end up in a box. And, uh... Some of us, man, is like mushrooms, man. In the dark, don't know what's going on, and feeding a lot of bullshit. That's how mushrooms grow. All right? So uh, to my man Marcus, man, I don't know, Ocean, you heard that show, Elliot's show last night with O.B., uh, Boone, and uh other guy from Congo. No, uh-uh. Marcus asked a, Well, Marcus asked him a question, and they couldn't answer my man's question because me and Marcus like the same, man. Okay, now keep it on. Why in the hell all this, this tribal stuff going on? And ain't nobody should be starving over there. Me and you talked about this before. Now, you got one group in Big City, and I keep it on, where they got modern technology, but right down the road, another country, people starving, man. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then, then one more thing is, uh, I don't know if you know the war going on with uh, uh, Ethiopia mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, uh, Eritrea fighting on Tango mm-hmm. Ray, man. What yeah. the hell is that about, man? Yeah. Okay, then right there, man. What the hell? That's what I wanted to ask last night, but they never did uh, open my line, man. So I'm yeah. just like Marcus, man. I'm sick of this damn uh, uh, tribal stuff, man. Yeah, I agree with and you. Like I told you before, I'm sick of these uh, 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 brothers over here. You remember a movie called Drop Squad? Yeah, I remember movie? Drop Squad where you kidnap somebody and deprogram them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's one thing we should be doing with these young brothers and sisters running around, most of the brothers terrorizing the neighborhood, man. 
Because I don't know mm-hmm. if I discussed this. I discussed this with Elliot and them, man, a week or two ago. My solution is uh, uh, we make a decree. All the black men say, uh, 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 all y'all young folks or older folks, whoever terrorized in the neighborhood is going to be consequences and repercussions. And uh, I, anything stolen from Africa, uh, FT belong will return. Return their ass over there in the jungle and give them Negroes a butter knife. And they big and bad and gangsters, they'll fight the lions, man. With a we butter knife. Not okay. to the yeah, with a butter knife. They big and bad, terrorized, running around with their chest rolled up, killing each other, sending their ass back over there, let yeah. them fight the lions, man. Yeah, okay, okay. okay man, I really he's... take a collection up, man. All right, Wes. So he's it's fun to be alive over here. I know, I know that's harsh, man. <laughs> but it is what it is, bro. This I stuff got to stop, man. That's for sure. When, right. when they snatch an old lady pocket, my mama pocket got stolen in front of the church a couple of years ago, man. Some young oh. punk snatched, knocked her down, snatched her pocket, pocket oh, but you getting ready to go to church. In the church, no, man. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, I, she couldn't give me no description, man. I rode around the hood for uh, mm-hmm. about uh, four or five hours trying to find that joker, man. And, and I guess the most out of the, the creator wouldn't let me find it, man, but. Bro, I'm sick of this, man, okay? And another you. thing is, for these devils, we need the white folks to be the John Browns. I heard another show, Greg Palace, some other cracker called in talking about some 2,000 music. Greg Palace lit his ass up, man. I love John Browns, man. If cracker ain't no John Browns, I, they can't be around me, man. Okay. So we should check our folks, and they should check their folks. That's man. right. Simply that, man. I hear you, bro. All right, research West. But anyway, man, you, yes, sir. I'm myself. I ain't got too okay. many words for nothing, man. Like uh, everybody else. I, I, fuck the talking, bro. Stop, stop, stop singing and start swinging. That's right. I stop singing it, and bro. start swinging. That's Malcolm's line. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, take care, brother. Peace. Research West. Uh, is this brother Paul from the UK? Is this brother Paul from the UK? This is an unknown caller. So I'll continue to meet you. I'll give you back. Oh, man, 347-347. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? ODO, what's happening, black man? How was your trip? Oh, everything went. Good to see you back. Oh, yeah. Glad glad to be back. Glad to sleep in my own bed again. But, no, it was great. It was great seeing family and friends and see what was happening in in uh, in the mill, you know. Aside from, like, crazy All right, brother. Well. You know the basketball team is gonna get better, so don't let it don't <laughs> let it worry you. You know what I mean. But um, you know the same old same is going on, man. I I was just reading an article, man, about you know something that our people are never up on and never aware that what's about to go down, and they really don't see it's a concern or an issue that if these 666 Republicans take over the House and the Senate, which I believe may I happen, think they go really, I think they really go destroy this country mm-hmm. with this game of chicken that they go play with the debt ceiling. I think, it's gonna, I think from, they are going to, I think they're going to win the House. I'm not sure well, about the Senate, but they may win the Senate. I mean, um, I, I thought that Val Demings had a good chance to beat Marco Rubio. I don't think so. In fact, he's supposed to be up in the polls by almost 10 points. Um, it's a neck and neck, well, neck and neck here. It's, 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 hold on. It's neck and neck here with Warnock and, and Walker. 
and it's neck and neck in which Wisconsin, which is, and it's neck and neck in Wisconsin between uh, um, uh, Mandela, Mandela Barnes and uh, Ron Johnson. But to me, all of those, there should be no way in hell that these people who had supported Donald Trump and his big lie should even be able to run for political yeah. office. You know, I mean, it's absolutely it's absolutely insane and sick as a mofo that anybody in their right mind would vote for Herschel Walker. I mean, that that shit is so retarded that one could not imagine the consequences and repercussions of what's going to go into play. But, you know, people don't realize what's really at stake with this whole issue with the debt ceiling now. From what they saying, they're going to try and cut all sorts of programs that white folks benefit more than people of color do. I mean, white folks benefit more from Social Security, Medicaid, food stamps, and whatever entitlement programs that's in this country than black people or people of color do. It's just that they don't never put forward that type of narrative to be honest about it. And from what I've been reading, they talking about trying to cut all of those programs and making it to where as if Biden doesn't agree to them, that, you know, they go let the debt ceiling go to hell. Do you know what will happen in this country if the debt ceiling goes to hell, bro? Do, 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 do I don't even think that they really realize the type of economic damage that they will do to this country. Well, I look at it. I look at the United States because of the United States. What um, they took the money off gold way back in Nixon, Brent Woods, and the money is backed up by nothing but its word. Even though you might live in a city like I do, I even saw one in Milwaukee. Uh, that that uh, uh, billboard that tells you what the debt is and how much each person in this country, the over 300 million, is owed. 96,000. 96,000. Each person, that's how big the debt is. But over 300 million, you multiply that by 300 million, you know, it, it's a trillion, trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars. Shit, there's over, mate. Jay, there's seven. There's yeah. there's over seven hundred million. Excuse me. There's over seven hundred billionaires in this country. This is what I'm talking about. The oligarchy. This is what I'm talking about in this country. Is that these people maintaining their wealth? You and I, especially you, because you have a number of properties. You have to pay taxes on that, big time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and the taxes are going up. Exactly. But these billionaires ain't paying a damn dime. No. I'm telling you, Ronald Reagan was the worst president that this country's ever had in terms of the income inequality, the debt inequality, I mean, uh, uh, the uh, um, income inequality, and, and, and even jobs. And so, I mean, the bottom line is that this country is moving in that direction. And it's going to always be, because it always has been, worse for us. And it will become even worse for us. 
And so I'm saying for us, get us, get our asses out of this. We don't have to be in this madness. We don't have to be in this dog eat dog situation. We don't have to go by the dictates of what white folks say and Europeans say. We don't have to. But because we believe it's the only game, because we've been trained to believe that and not to trust who we are, not to make us believe in ourselves, so we got to play their game. And we are always, we will always be losers in their game. It is their game and it's not ours. And even if it looks like we may even possibly win, they change the rules. It is theirs, not ours. And, and this situation is dire for us. But yet we cling to it. We want it because we feel that somehow we can humanize it. We can uh, uh, um, make it respect who we are as human beings and people and allow us to be a part of it. Because after all, you know, we, we, we helped build this and we fought the Indians too. <laughs> well, you know, OC, myself, I'm, I'm cashing out. Um, you know, the reality is that um, taxes are going up. Um, you're not getting the increases in um, for your services and things of that nature. So you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 casting out. So I don't I'm not really caught up in it, but I'm concerned about the surroundings of people. I mean, I I have tended to you know, are just getting by because of their, you know, social security mm-hmm. and the yeah. little bit of pension that they have. And for you to talk about making cuts right. to social security, right. that's going to be devastating. That's going to affect me. How I'm going to say to a 70, 80 year old woman, I got to let you go. I got to kick you out. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't have that type of, um, heart but then again I'm dealing with other people so I know what their position is they don't care so that's why I said man I'm cashing out because I don't I don't want that on my soul because I know it's about to come into play and the thing is you're gonna now find out really what Biden is about because when they put that pressure on them and, you know, he doesn't sign it initially and things go to crashing. It's just going to be a fine game of chicken that's in play. So it's going to who go blink first? Yeah, well, Who's going to blink first? And to be in that situation is going to cause a whole bunch of damage because look at what's going on over in Europe now, man. Yeah, of I mean, from I read in the paper today that it. Europe is about to Fashion. elect their first prime minister that's a person of color. I don't know. You may be Indian or whatever. I didn't go that much into it. But which, I which country it. in Europe? That's me. Huh? Which, which country in Europe is going to do that? Um, I but, think I think England. I'm not sure. Paul would know. Okay. Paul could probably more than more well, than I would. Like, but from what I like understand, this, the looks, woman that just resigned. Right. The woman that just resigned that purge that um replaced Boston, they're now um supposed to replace her with a person of color. So I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be deep, bro. 
that's going to be deep because I don't know what shape the economics are in England, but I know it's not. It's good. all messed up. That that that's why she had to resign because yeah. it's messed up. But yeah. the bottom line is, from what I seen though, Jay was another Caucasian woman that they were talking about in the news. It could be somebody else. It could be some a person, uh, particularly Indians, because there's a lot of Indians, and you know some of those Indians are very melanated in 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 the UK, in certain neighborhoods, and 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 Paul has th- talked about it. I mean they're so predominant, but. But the bottom line is, it is their system. And so, you know, it, just because we have a dark face and a high place don't mean there's fundamental change and, and change in, for the betterment of us, for sure, because that's their stuff. So if they get somebody, uh, an Indian or uh, an African or an African, because, in fact, I think um, she had an African who was supposed to be the, uh, the finance minister. And it was the finances that, well, also too, because she gave tax cuts to the rich, you know. But I'm telling you, man, it's it's a, it's a serious situation, the ugliness that is about to happen uh, globally in this with with, with the fascists and the, and the right wing neocons, the the oligarchy, the rich people. That's why they 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 talking about, you know, uh, regime change and more importantly population control so all right jay well, I, I i tell you i tell you like this we better start looking into it and we better start getting our finances in order because this time next year there could be some serious serious trouble yeah i agree i agree bro all right all jay right. hang on bro all right three three four three three four good afternoon Good afternoon, brother Osi. Welcome back. Hey, my uh, brother. How you doing, man? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, brother and, Uh I was just checking in. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to be on today, so it's just kind of an impromptu call. Uh, did have a chance to uh, uh, talk with brother Rick out of Toronto. Hopefully he's on. Um, just thought I'd say hello to him. Okay. Uh, we managed to get on uh, last week. Right on. Um, so but other than that, uh, uh, welcome back. Um, hey, uh uh, Luda continua, the struggle continues. That's right. Um, until victory is certain. So um, uh, we'll be talking. All right. Thanks a lot, Brother Ted. Peace to you, my Peace friend. Peace and blessings. Yep. All right. Brother Paul, is that you? Unknown caller? Okay. Because that happens sometimes with Brother Paul. I know we, he's been sounding pretty good uh, these last few calls. I've had with Brother Paul over in the UK, we're pretty clear. Sometimes we, you know, you get a lot Bob, of distortion. Yes, it is. It is, Brother Paul. What's happening, man? I'm I'm sorry about that. I think the phone was muted, and every time I tried to connect to you, you had a little bit of a delay. Okay. But but my great elder, Baba Ochi, I, I just I must say to you, right? Mm-hmm. The next time you um take some time off, just give me a little bit of notice because. I've had to go to my counselor for withdrawal thinking. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, and I, I, gave, I gave him your name and everything. And I said, look. <laughs> okay, Brother Paul. <laughs> you know? I hear you, you know? So um, it's, it's always, I, I very much appreciate being able to uh, make this uh, phone call. And uh, I very much appreciate all the uh, contributions of the callers. And um, I will say again that uh, 
you know, silent listening is 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 part of the contribution. Sure, but, it is, and I appreciate uh, those because I've, I've been told, need, brother Paul, I've been told I have a lot of listeners, and I was like, wow, you know, because some people don't get a chance to to uh, call in, you know, or don't want to call in; they just want to listen, so they listen via the computer, you know, the internet. And uh, they just listen like that and just hear the dialogue. And I appreciate that. And I hope you continue, you know, and hope you tell others. But, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I, I do. But I would say this. I would say this is that, uh, you know, every every voice counts. Yes, it and does. Every contribution. Yes, it does. Um, it, it, it counts. And you, you don't have to have a whole dialogue or, or um, an overwhelming opinion about anything. You just have to contribute your voice. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, Baba Ochi, because what I recognize is that they, they, they use the media, mm-hmm. they use social media, they use the airwaves, they use the television to push out their voice. And their, their voice becomes overwhelming. And mm-hmm. they push out narratives which become overwhelming. So therefore, if they do not hear our voice, it is almost as if we don't exist. And that's what's happening. You know, the, the narratives they put out in the media about our family overseas is always non-progressive. I won't say negative, I'll say non-progressive. They always show the poor areas, they always show the slums, they always show black people sleeping on the streets. Sure. Whenever they show up, sure. them, that's what they do. That's the, that's, the so, constant, that's the constant image that they want to project to the world and to us consistently. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. absolutely. and, and the, the other issue with that, it works. It's working. It's bloody working. Don't have no doubt about it. It's working. So everybody, you know, silent listening is part of the contribution, you know, because you can learn. But, you know, you might, people must give their voices. They must contribute. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's in all rooms of life. In your local area, in, in, your, in that game in your local area called politics, you've got to contribute. You can't just, you know, I hear some people say sit back and watch. And to me, that I, I can't get that in my head. I, I, and I can't, can't observe that. Sit back and watch. <laughs> I can't. Uh, no, there's too much crazy. These people have a mission, have a plan. And to me, sit back and watching something is annihilation because they intend, they really intend to annihilate you. And it's underway. Absolutely underway. Their yeah. annihilation plan is underway. Yes, it is. The last, the last two years of this thing, they call pandemic, which would like to refer as a plan, okay? That is the that is the uh, front in your face. Up so that and if you can't see it clearly, they are annihilating you. They're taking you out, mm. taking you out by stealth. And it's it's not even if they're hiding it, it's showing you in plain sight what they're doing. Right. So, you know, something I wrote before I came on here, and this is not to put anybody else down or to go up against anybody right me personally uh, people i came up in an area where very working class and it was natural to for me and people around me it was a necessity to be able to fight when you come up in those sort of areas where people they don't talk a lot violence is just a way of life if they have a problem with you they want to use violence so necessary to defend yourself and unfortunately you grew up in that environment the point i'm trying to make is that um uh, 
coming from that sort of background, I don't, I can't accept we're at war. We as a people are at war. Mm-hmm. I can accept that we're being warred upon. Exactly. I can that. Yes. I cannot accept we're at war because we are not doing the things right. necessary. Right. I agree with you on it. that. I agree with you. You know, I keep saying this, I keep saying this question. I say it over here, and I and I've hit, I said it on the airwaves. Right. What prison have we built? Put our prisoners of war. Which, which one have we built in all this history? I read Chancellor Williams' book, Destruction of the Black Civilization, yeah? And I think everybody should read it and take that as their Bible. That's what they should... Instead of taking this King James book as their Bible, right? This, this English homosexual King James book as their Bible, they should take Chancellor Williams' Destruction of the Black Civilization as their Bible because they might really learn something. And they might really learn that we're making the same mistakes over and over again. Chancellor Williams talks about it. He talks about the mistakes we made, how we allowed these people to come among us, how we, 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 we didn't recognize the plan. And he talks mm-hmm. about Asiatics, talks about uh, not even, even before the European came, we were making these mistakes. He talks about it. He's done the work. He's done the study. And today, we're making the same mistakes, mistakes exactly yes. over and over again. So how are you going to tell me that we're at war? We are not at war. We are going along to get along. We are begging this white man for a job. We are not creating no industries. We are totally dependent on him. If we want to fly a plane, we want to travel out the country, we, we have to get a passport. Which one of us make passports? Why do we have to carry a passport? Because he says so. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me we're at war because we're not at war. We're under attack is what's happening to us. And you know what? It's, it's actually, it's actually. I think some of the um, psychological warfare practitioners have sowed this idea among us that we are at war. And they have made us into agents against ourselves because it's very deceptive. We are prisoners of war, right? Yes. We don't build prisons. Yes. We don't build no weapons to attack back. We have no strategies to attack back. We just go along to get along. That's all we do. Go along to get along. Right? And I hear it. I hear this tough talk. I come from a background where people talk tough like that. Or what they do in the hood. Who they've robbed. Who they've... I, I taught that. But in the end of the day, that's, that's worth nothing. Because these people are seriously disciplined and seriously organized and they have a serious plan and let me tell you what their plan is their plan is survival and they they intend to survive at any means president even if it means country which you call america dropping bombs on people mm-hmm. hiroshima hiroshima no other country in the world has done this they dropped two bombs on those people and annihilated women and children they didn't give a damn will annihilate women children it doesn't matter who you are. That's right. And that's a fact. I'm not making that's right. it up. Bubba, no, bubba. I got you. So this idea, this idea that we are at war, we're not at bloody war. We're under attack. And what? when you're under attack and you don't fight back, it's called genocide. That's what it's called because you haven't got the capabilities to fight back. When you change your mindset and realize that you are really in a war, you then develop, the first thing you're going to develop is a prison. When they came to Africa, they built a prison, which you call castle. It's not no damn castle. It's, it's a, a dungeon. Prison. It's a prison. Exactly. Yeah, prison. Exactly. That's what they do. They build prisons, mm-hmm. right? And then they indoctrinate you into their system. They make you speak their language like you're speaking now, right? right. You don't even have a language. But the reason why you don't have a language because they beat it, raped it, and robbed it out of you. That's mm-hmm. why you're speaking English, okay? Remember that when you think you're at war. Remember that you've been checkmate, okay? You don't even speak another language. The language you speak is the language of your oppressor. You speak. You don't know no other language. That's what he's done to you. And 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 while he's done that to you, 
He makes you think like him. That's right. Okay? He makes you think Eurocentric. Okay? All the books you read are Eurocentric. You have Eurocentric ideas talking about Europeans. You're a European too. You speak like European. So let's wake up pretending. This pretend is part of our problem. We have to get back to reality and keep it real. Keep it real. All right, brother Paul. I mean, let me get a couple of let me get another couple of calls and callers in here. You just hang on with me, brother Paul. Sometimes I have to just put it. I feel it. No, you got to call it for what it is, and I appreciate you, man. I do, because I feel you. Thank you. All right, brother. Hold on. Four four three four four three. Good afternoon, brother Oshi. Hey, what's up, Irv? How you doing, man? How are you, brother? Matt, it's so good to hear your voice, big brother. Really quickly, and I'm gonna call you later on this evening to discuss okay. some things. But other than that, brother Paul, brother Paul is so on point, and he uh, he didn't leave out anything. I agree with everything he said. He, he also can could add to that the clothing we wear is European. Yes, the language we speak is European. Yes, the, the education we have is European. Yes, and, and and you're absolutely correct. The language you can look at the movie. The movie uh, Roots, where they, your name is Toby. You know, my name is Kunta. We got to beat that out of you. And mm-hmm. I want everybody to see us beating you. Harriet Tubman said she could have saved 5,000 slaves, but she couldn't because 3,000 of them didn't even know they were slaves. And mm-hmm. that's where we are now. We're in a place where we don't even know that we're in a war. We don't even know that they're fighting against us because the way racism, white supremacy works is that it feeds on itself. It, it, it's something that appears to be invisible, but it's not. Because if you look at everything you have, you get food, shelter, clothing, the essentials from white people. From not they, not them, people who identify themselves as white. Right. We are in a war. And so what, and, and Malcolm X said, if you control the media, you control the mind. So I know more about what Cardi B ate this morning for breakfast <laughs> than I know about, come on now, stay with me, than I know about what happened in, 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 in my homeland. Right. I spoke to a black woman the other day, and she told me that she was not African. She said she'd never been to Africa. I'm not African. I'm American. And, and, I, and, I, and when I hear that, I automatically listen, and I don't push back, because if I do, she's going to get mad, and she's going to fight me for her oppression. Mm-hmm. oppressor because she's in league with her oppressor mm. because she lives in a shame-based alliance. Amen? <laughs> Amen just means you agree. Come on now. Shame-based alliance. Go ahead on, brother. Stay with me. Stay with me. When you, yeah. when, you, when you read, when you read, see, the one thing you never hear, and I'm going to stop after this, the one thing you never hear on these airwaves is that we have a show, and we're going to talk about this in this, in this show from a historical perspective. I hear one show that says that. That's uh, Elliot. We're talking from a historical perspective. Mm-hmm. No one wants you to talk about a historical perspective. They won't give you reparations. So maybe we need to drop a bomb on Pearl Harbor because the Japanese got reparations and they dropped a bomb on Pearl Harbor. Okay? So maybe we need to drop a bomb on Pearl Harbor so they give us the reparations. Is that, is that how it works? We've never, we've fought in every war that these Caucasians have had. Mm-hmm. We have been, we've been victorious. We protected them going across the water with the, uh, with the, uh, what they call them, guys, the airborne brothers. Yeah, all yeah. those guys were spectacular. The Tuskegee, the t- and what do we get? We, the Tuskegee Airmen. Didn't lose one. The Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. We get nothing. We get, we can't, we can't even, at one point, white folks wouldn't even take our money to buy a 
that sandwich from them. And now we don't even have we are we celebrate Jackie Robinson, but Jackie Robinson's movement killed the Negro League. We celebrate hotels, but the hotels when they close the black ones, we gotta go we have to go to the white ones now. Mm-hmm. So the the point the point I'm making is when you don't know you're in a fight, there's no way you can win. You can't you cannot win. Because no one wants to say the word Africa because it still means dark, ugly. All right, it's still being yeah. yes. No, brother. Yeah. You've never been there before. You've never seen. You're going on what someone else tells you. Question right. everyone. Question everything, brother. That's all I have to say. I'm glad to have you back. Man, right we'll on. talk later. The show was great. As all usual. right, I'll be available. Right. Give me a call, brother, okay? I look forward to it. Yeah, I will do. For all sure. right. For sure. Peace. Peace, big brother. All right. Okay. I say. All right, man. We're coming back to the top of the hour. It is that time. Uh, appreciate all of you. I really do, and I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm dedicated to being here on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So uh, let's continue this discussion. Uh, I'm going to try to f- uh, finish up with the oligarchy piece because what I'm trying to give you is why shit is, excuse me, why things happen the way they happen and what's you know happening for what may happen, what possibly is coming down the road. I'm not a a prognosticator, I'm not a soothsayer, I'm not psychic or clairvoyant, but the possibilities of things happening so adversely to us, I want to make us aware. I want to make I want to get make us conscious about what is going on. So, but anyway, thank you, brothers and, and sisters. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. Not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Habibi Fahorie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day. Hope to see you on Wednesday, family. Peace.